0: Welcome to episode 16 of the Mind Hub podcast. I think it's episode 16. We always do this every week. We don't know what episode. I know,
1: like what <laughs> number is it?
0: <laughs> I think it's 16. Um if you're coming over here from um the whole 30 newsletter or you know if you heard about us from Whole 30, we're happy to have you. If if you don't know anything about us, you can listen to our first episode and and get to know us. Huh? If
1: you're from Whole 30 or if you came from the the Melissa from from any source of Melissa uh thank you and welcome uh I don't know if you subscribed but if you haven't hey why not just hit that little subscribe button and then also leave us a review and and rate the podcast because that definitely helps us out and we love reading reviews and we do shout outs I uh, whenever someone leaves a review so if you would like a shout out definitely make sure to leave us a review um no pressure. But yeah. on that note, <laughs> I think we're both kind of having brain fart issues because we're kind of like energy deprived. Uh, we are both prepping for a physique show. So this is kind of where, you know, we're about six weeks, about six weeks out now. And <laughs> this is where it starts getting pretty hard. Your body starts feeling it and you're just kind of you know, low-key hungry all the time and brain foggy because you're essentially you are over-exercising and under-eating, which is what we would advise people not to do. Don't
0: do what we are doing.
1: Yeah, but this is a special circumstance because there is an end goal. Generally, weight loss journeys, health journeys do not have an end goal. This is a short-term kind of extreme thing that we are uh, doing at the moment. So don't be confused by our current situations and what we are doing. Please do not apply those to your everyday life. Uh, but we should probably kind of, if you've never heard of a physique, heard of a physique show before, we will probably kind of go over that with you a bit so you get what we're talking about. So D, what is a physique show? What are we doing? <laughs> And why are people probably so confused about <laughs> what we're trying to say? <laughs>
0: so you're doing a, a – I always say the word wrong – physique show, and I am in the same show doing – um a bodybuilding show, but it's a transformation class. So it's completely different from him. Um, I'm showcasing my transformation pretty much over the last three years. Um, I've lost 143 pounds-ish. Hopefully it's more tomorrow. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm kind of showcasing this. And I've been cutting since January, but more like harshly since March 3rd. So, you know, in that time, I've lost probably almost 50 pounds by now, give or take. Yeah, I think so. Um, just from March, January. So, you know, we don't recommend anyone doing this for themselves unless you're doing a a show. But pretty much a, a bodybuilding show is, you know, you go on stage for like 30 seconds and show all your hard work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in your body and you're like almost naked and that's pretty much the gist of it like you go on stage you're by yourself and then they judge you based on your appearances <laughs> that, like, look like but now that i'm talking about it out loud it sounds very bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're like you know we promote hell and fitness and being very vain and being judged for what you look like no <laughs> um it, it's 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 more, it's deeper than it sounds. Um, but yeah, that is kind of the gist of it. But basically, you know, especially when it comes to the transformation categories, this didn't start just in March, you know, obviously, you've been at this for a while, and you've gone through a huge transformation physically, but also internally, you know, emotionally, mentally, like even to get to this point, you had to have made deeper changes so it might be it might appear to be vain on the outside but it's so much deeper than that because you cannot make these big changes without having made also big changes emotionally Um, and it's just a celebration of hard work basically Uh, you know I think when it comes to me like on my terms it's you know, along the same lines, I, I've had a transformation in, in a different aspect, but uh, it's still a celebration of, of hard work. And honestly, me being someone with very extreme social anxiety, which I've been like slowly chipping away at uh, and improving on, you know, getting on top of a stage basically naked to flex is not something I would have ever thought I would do unless it was a bad dream and I was, like, naked and running from something, so <laughs> this is something that I'm doing by choice, and it's exciting, and it's not, like, a nightmare, uh, so it's, it appears vain, but it's not, sorry, long, high horsey rant there. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I think, like, doing the show
0: definitely has helped my confidence, it has, I mean, I, Changed my mindset like throughout the last two years, but then like this last year like probably from like the the March 2019 to January 2020 I honestly didn't lose any weight even probably a year. I didn't really lose any weight. I was you know Gaining five pounds losing ten pounds gaining seven pounds, you know like going through the cycle of that but but when I saw Christian Guzman's transformation, like, class, like, he did a summer shredding video last year, I was like, I need to do this, like, for me, I, I need a hard goal in order for me and my mindset to, like, do what I want to do, um, and I think that's helped me, too, because it's like, if I don't have a goal, then what am I working towards, you know, so it's like, why am yeah. I not, why, why am I going to be in a calorie deficit if, if I am, like, not looking forward to anything, so... That is like my reasoning for doing it, doing it, and because like I didn't even know what bodybuilding was, I didn't know what working out was, I didn't know what really health was um, three years ago. So, like coming from that and being able to step on sh- step on stage, I wouldn't be able to really step on stage if like I could do a like a physique category. Or any other category, but like that's not what I want to do. So being able to have a transformation class, I think it is is like, it's game changing.
1: Yeah, I actually wish that more shows would have a transformation category because it's just it's inspiring. It is inspiring for everyone just to be able to see how far someone has come and feel just so proud of their hard work. And you know, any it's it's hard work for anyone. Like in in any. Uh, division physique or whatever, but um, I think it just has it just speaks louder to people. I think. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, it kind of gives that idea to people, being like, "Oh, I could do that if this person could do it, I could do it," and it's just more inspiring in my yeah. in my eyes. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's it's always good to have a goal, you know, short term and then long term. So I think that's where sometimes people get lost or they plateau because they forget why or they forget their um why they're doing this. Their short term goal- goals or they just don't have any. So they're kind of just like I don't I don't really have a reason, so why would I do that? Uh but your goals could be a physique show, it could be a transformation category, it could be health. Uh, you know, everyone has their own reasons and mm-hmm. you know what? It could be fucking vain. Like, we always demonize working out for vanity reasons, but just do you if you want a six-pack. If, like, you want to look a certain way and that's what inspires you to work out, you're still moving your body. So go for it. It's all about as long as that's what you want and you're not doing it because you feel like you're going to get some girl or uh, you, you want to be good enough for someone else. And it's just, like, that's when it's, it's not the best, but uh, for whatever reasons you have, those are yours. Uh, that's not anyone else's business.
0: Yeah, and I keep on forgetting too that I'm on the online online competition. So he does a physical show and an online competition where you pay $20 and then you can win $2,000 if you're at the top, I think top 20. So I forget that. So, like, I have a shot at also winning basically my money back that I spent to go to Houston, which is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know I'm going to end up spending more money, especially if we can, like, see Alpha Land and things like that.
1: So it's like, okay, cool. So it's a little bit more incentive. Uh, Congratulations. You have won your money back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because it costs
0: $250 to enter the show. Our Airbnb... It was it was pretty expensive, and then the flight, the car, like you know, thinking about tanning, yeah. which we have to book. Oh and then gosh,
1: I forgot photography to photography
0: <laughs> and everything. So you know, it's a pretty expensive gig, but I don't, I don't know if I'll do another one. But you know, it's cool to at least do it once.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's funny when I was going into this one. Well, it's probably like the last summer shredding I remember like texting my my girlfriend at the time and being like, I want to do this show someday. And but I had so many surgeries to follow, I didn't think it would be this year, but I ended up like canceling some of those. So I still wasn't sure because I was like, but I still don't feel like I'm ready. But then we kind of you know, you know the situation. Uh I decided I was like, all right, I'll just do it. And then it got postponed with COVID. Who would have known this year? Oh, so uh I think what was I saying with this uh <laughs> I oh yeah I was thinking about how I forgot is there is there a money thing for all of the classes like in physique and everything like that I forget there's even prizes I'm just kind of like if you get a medal that's the best
0: <laughs> I think you get a brand deal with athlete for like three months if you win and a trophy Damn. I don't think you win money, maybe. I'm not sure.
1: Cool. Well, like, a brand deal would be nice. That's None of their clothes would look good on me if I ever won, but I won't, so... <laughs> you don't own I anything, be... Alphalete? I do not. I'm too short for that shit. Oh, like, the, the only... Everything that they sell is, like, made for Christian, and he's got these long-ass legs, and, like, like his joggers look great, and his shirts are, like, long as fuck, okay? It would be a dress on me, and, yeah, I just, I'm like, that's a lot of money to look silly. (laughs) That makes sense. But I want to wear it. I want it to look good on me, but I just know it won't.
0: I don't I don't think that's true. I think you could try.
1: Well, if I get any free shit and it happens to fit me, maybe I'll change my mind. (laughs) Like I guess if we talk about it, it's probably important that people know what we are talking about. So when you do a physique show, a lot of what is included is you have to do certain poses. You have to be so like on my I'll describe mine on you can like kinda describe yours. So I have to do specific poses. Basically, your poses are supposed to bring out your strong points. Um, It can make or break where you place or, like, what you look like. Uh, You're supposed to be basically as lean as physically possible, so all of your muscle definition can show through. And then you are tanned because that also brings out muscle def- definition with the lighting that's kind of strong, so you don't get washed out. So you are ridiculously fake tanned. If anyone's wondering why people do that, it's because the lighting, and so people can see the definition better. Uh, so I'm wearing, you wear board shorts. This is a physique show. So bodybuilding, you tend you tend to wear like the, the banana hammock. Uh, luckily, I do not have to do that. So physique, you get to wear the board shorts pose and then they have the pre-judging in the morning and then the final judging in the evening and I believe you don't do the evening unless you kind of make the cut to a certain uh crowd so who knows it might just be a morning gig for me we'll see but uh that's about the gist of it and people judge you based on your conditioning your size symmetry things like that the thing about physique or bodybuilding is that it is all kind of objective and so much can depend on how you're built genetics and all that stuff so really the only person you can truly compete against is your past self your past physique and stuff like that so you can't really go into it comparing yourself to others just because literally everyone's body is built so differently um so I'm kind of going into it like I have no idea how I'm going to uh, compare it to anyone else. All I know is that I'm gonna be short, so that's fun. Anyways, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think you have a chance at placing.
1: I don't know. At, at we'll least see. top
0: five. At least top five.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing, but I don't know. I think or I think at you're least being very generous. <laughs> at
0: least calling out for the night show.
1: I'll take that. If that happened, I'd be stoked. I'd be like, "All right, I'm I'm happy with that." <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, for mine, it's it's very it's very similar. We we send them a before picture. You could do a collage of like one from years ago and then one from now, or one from before you started summer shredding, and then you uh, go on stage while your before and after picture is displayed on on the stage with you, and then if you make the top 20 or at least it was the top 20 last year, you get to go to the night show where you play your video. I think you can make up to a two minute video of your journey and your progress. uh, And, yeah, I, I'm not doing it to win. I honestly don't think I have a chance at winning. I just don't think I'm defined enough, even though like it can be any transformation. It can be gaining muscle. It can be losing fat. It can be anything. But I don't think I'm going to win, so that's not my mindset. I just want to make the top 20. Like That's my goal is for my, vi- for my video
1: to be played on stage. Man, I don't know. I think you have just much chance— Uh, at winning as anyone else and just I mean like you're saying to me (laughs) like I think we both kind of you always see yourself in a different way uh, in comparison to how other people see you and I think the hardest part about the transformation category is where people started from I do think they take that into consideration um, because they do have your before photos so just because someone steps on stage and they look amazing it doesn't mean that they're gonna win because they might have started way ahead of you, uh, so that's also something to keep in mind. Um, so you really, you really don't know. It's that's kind of true. the same. You can't really, can't really compare yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, I try not to. Um, like I said, I just want to be top twenty, which I think I have a fair shot uh, at at placing the the top twenty. Yeah. And I lost my other thought, so <laughs>
1: how's
0: that uh, how's that low calorie diet going for you? <laughs> I, I don't think it's that. It's, I, I've had a really busy week this week and I haven't been sleeping as well as I normally do.
1: Okay. Um
0: and I don't have my pre workout yet, so that's not helping my wow. caffeine.
1: Yeah. You're probably just all sorts of brain foggy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Which we, if anyone did listen to the last podcast, you did find that it was the pre-workout that was the...
0: Yes, the, the culprit. The,
1: yeah. If anyone wants to know the update to that. <laughs> <laughs> Which you probably don't care. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they care about your digestive system. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to say about summer shredding. Um, I think that, like, for you and I, we're also, we don't know, but we could be, like, the only trans people there, and yeah. I've been debating going back and forth if I'm going to include me being trans in my transformation video, and I'm not gonna, even if I, I haven't made a decision, but I wouldn't let anyone know until after the show, um, or at least let, like, a few people, because you have to watch the video to tell me if it's good or not, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to add that in there. Like, it, It'll it make me more vulnerable. Um, I'll probably get a lot of questions because I'm assuming that a lot of the bodybuilding community and the fitness community, especially in Houston, because it's pretty big, that they're not going to be aware of something like that. Or they could be. I don't know. Um, and, I, and I don't hide it on Facebook or Instagram. There are people who are going to be at the show that know. So it's like, I don't know if I want to include that in in there, but, you know, it kind of opens up, like, me to be vulnerable to everyone, so we'll see um, if that will happen, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else, and you never know, there might not be a lot of competitors, because it is COVID, uh, and some people might have canceled, so, you know, we could have a bigger shot than we
1: think. That's true. I I did forget that some people might not even end up competing, because it's been a rough ride. (laughs) Um, and if you're, you know, in some places, gyms are are still closed, and so who knows? But uh, I guess we'll find out. And, you know, to speak on the topic of you, you know, whether you're adding being trans to your story or your, your journey of things, I think ultimately, you know, of course, it's a great opportunity for visibility or to, to give people a little bit of a look into Uh, a trans individual's life even if they've never come in contact with someone before but ultimately it's up to you and like what you feel comfortable with what you want to do because yeah that would be awesome but at the same time you you also want to consider your own safety and
0: yeah
1: what you feel comfortable with so it's like I'm all for whatever (laughs) you feel comfortable with doing I will support that and I'll get I'll, I'll have your back for sure you know <laughs> there's people that are gonna be there they're gonna be like no we will not let anyone uh, <laughs> well I'm I'm
0: not you. scared of anything like I could care less if people know like I to open on Facebook if you follow me you're gonna know like it's not I'm not hiding it at all yeah so like I'm not scared of anything like if someone comes up to me and they or, or people ignore me because of it like I don't it doesn't really like I don't know, I'm just, I'm not scared, I guess. And that's very, I'm very privileged because I pass, like, you know, I can say that, you know, like, I'm not scared to go out in public or scared to disclose it, where some people might be scared, and that's fine, but I'm not.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I have a little bit more of, like, a worst-case scenario brain, and I'm thinking, like, what if (laughs) someone tries to, like, beat the shit out of us or something? You know, it's Texas, right? So. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, it's not California over there. So, yeah, that's always, like, you never know. It can happen. But we will have people with us. So it's not like we're going to be all by ourselves. And, yeah. Hopefully people are not that, that asshole-ish. I think with the the group of people that is there, they're generally pretty open and accepting. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? You know, You never know. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, of summer shredding and us being in a calorie deficit, I know that one thing that's kind of tough is rest days. Like, I know that you always have a hard time, like, taking your rest day. Yeah. And, like, on my yeah. rest days, I'm exhausted, and it's like my body knows that I'm supposed to be resting.
1: Mm. Yeah. It, I think for me, my body is ready, but mentally, that's when it's the hardest, because... My brain just like never shuts down. So the you know, working out is how I get some of that energy out. But, you know, rest days, there's like no outlet. And then I'm just like, <laughs> okay, what do I do with all this? Uh, let's just worry about everything instead. Uh, so that's the hardest part for me. I think I think a lot of people in general are just like the clients that I've worked with before, rest days can be hard for the types that feel like doing more is going to get them faster results. And the thing is, that's not usually the case because doing more just means you're going to burn out faster or more likely to burn out. So sometimes I have people who have done, like, double days without telling me, and then all of a sudden they're, like, super tired, and then they tell me. I'm just like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, I assigned you this because, you know, more is not better Because you want to be able to dedicate enough intensity to the workout that is assigned and then be able to carry on the intensity to the next workout. If you do too much, your workouts are going to be suffering because you're going to be basically not being able to hold the proper intensity or you're just going to be half-assing it. And it's better for you to take more rest and give a workout your 100% than to work out seven days a week and give the workouts... Like a 75%, a 50% because you're just so damn tired. So that's my two cents for a second there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think I used to do, I used to work out five days a week. I never really worked out less than that unless I, you know, had things happening in my life. But now working out six days a week, it's not hard because I'm used to it now. But in the beginning, it was like, oh. Oh. Cody, you want me to do how much cardio, like yeah. every day? And now I, I, I even upped my cardio with without you telling me to most most yeah. days. So it's like okay, but we are in in push time, and our body it does need rest days. If if we don't have rest days, our body could you know get mad at us and not work when we want it to work, and we could get sick <laughs> and we could exactly. get hurt. We can injure ourselves. Yeah. So it's good to, to, and you also have to listen to your body. Like if you do have a program and we are, let's say you do have a coach and it's not one of us and you're really tired, like your body is telling you not to work out. Like, you know, when you can push and when you can work out and then you'll know if you listen to your body, when you will need to rest. Like there has been days where I was like, Cody, like I need to work out, but like, I'm really tired and you'll be like, no, like. Maybe it's time, like, you switch days or you take another rest day. Like, you know, you, you have to listen to your body, but you also n- know when you should push yourself.
1: Yeah, and that's actually, you know, that can can be hard to decipher for people when they're first starting out. Uh, because I know a lot of people who, you like, they'll convince themselves that they need a rest day when it's like, no, you don't. You just don't want to work <laughs> out. Um, I, even I can can do that for myself, but... I mean, that's the beauty sometimes of having a coach is they could be like, you could do it. Uh, But I think you start to learn more and more how to listen to your body. And that goes with food, too, and like how food makes you feel. It's just the more in tune you are with your body, the more you're going to know when you might need a rest day, when you should maybe not do that workout and make sure to prioritize stress relief, getting a good night's sleep, that sort of thing. I almost always will tell someone if they didn't get, say they got like two hours of sleep and they're like, I'm still going to hit my workout though. A lot of the times if they are exhausted, i will be like, no, don't do your workout. Make sure to just get in some good food, prioritize planning uh, your your meals, get some good night sleep, and then hit it tomorrow because you're going to get a way better workout than if you just went through the motions on no sleep because not only is that just it's gonna be it's gonna feel horrible it's gonna suck it's gonna like stress you out more and probably make you even hungrier (laughs) and you could end up stress eating so it's like sleep rest stress you gotta you gotta bring those down
0: I am the hungriest when I'm tired
1: yeah me too that's actually well everyone is (laughs) So I saw something, I shared it to Instagram, but it was like, sleep deprived, when you are sleep deprived, you, or people who are sleep deprived, eat an average of an extra 250 calories a day, uh, just from the lack of sleep, because your body is tired, but the message that's coming into your brain is, I need energy, but it's the only way to get it is through calories, sugars, carbs, you know? But it's like, but you need sleep that's that's what you need
0: (laughs) i know something that can also make
1: you tired you know if you don't eat carbs (laughs) that can definitely make you really fucking tired
0: (laughs) carbs this Um, is a psa carbs are not yes bad not yes bad (laughs) you can (laughs) eat potatoes you can eat popcorn if you want you can eat carbs
1: Yes, it's all about your energy balance. It's not about eliminating any certain macronutrient. And there are certain choices that you can make, like carb choices that are wiser than others. The biggest thing, the biggest reasoning being is that, so if you, let's use Pop-Tarts, for example. Or let's use chips. Let's use chips. You could literally eat a whole bag of chips in one sitting. Like, pretty sure I've done it. Yeah, definitely done it. Uh, But it's really hard to eat, like, an abundance of sweet potato in one sitting uh, without just feeling incredibly full. So you have to be aware of some carb choices that could trigger you to overeat the carbs, and that's when carbs are problematic because you're overeating them. But it's not the carbs that are, like, causing fat gain it's overeating the carbs because sometimes those carb choices they're they're just so hard to fucking stop eating so you have to be aware of foods that you got to control your environment you got to be aware of foods that you just have no control over and you just feel like you're like telling yourself to stop and then you just keep doing it we've all been there
0: (laughs) yeah and like last night I and normally I have like two to three servings of potatoes because I eat most of my carbs at night um, before like with dinner. So instead of that, I decided to, I found a pizza crust, like a whole big pizza crust that was only 300 calories for the whole crust, which is uh, almost about the same amount of car- calories and carbs that my potatoes would be. So I made a whole pizza um, and I was able to eat it, you know, and everyone was like, you can eat the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I had a lot of macros <laughs> left. I eat most of my macros actually at night now that i'm thinking about it I maybe i like five six hundred calories during the day and then the rest is at night i don't know why but it just happens that way so it's like you can fit things if you want them in like i i needed to, to feel like i was gonna have like a break for like a meal and it wasn't a break because it fit everything fit completely in my macros but in my mind i need to eat i need to i needed to eat something that wasn't potatoes that wasn't plain chicken and that wasn't vegetables
1: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a break and you need something. And that is a really uh, – that's why counting your macros or calories can be a really good tool because you can still keep things in check and eat foods that you want to eat. So that's where there's a lot of controversy regarding counting calories or not counting calories. And I really do think it depends on the individual – and people are very quick to jump to the conclusion that counting your calories at all is toxic. It's going to just automatically lead to eating disorders. But sometimes it's it's just necessary for some people. And some people it's not a good idea. But it just depends where you're at, where your headspace is at, like what you prefer. So it's it's easy to not count calories if you're willing to stick to whole foods and kind of keep the processed stuff to maybe you know once in a while like if that's your thing I could do that pretty easily Uh, and you can just kind of pay attention to portion sizes but if you want to keep in more processed things or you want to make you want to incorporate your favorite foods on a daily basis it's probably going to be more important that you do track because it's easy for those to get out of hand it's really Mm -hmm. easy to overeat those things so It all depends. And you kind of, I don't know that you can kind of have both. I don't know if you can, (laughs) maybe eventually once you like really start to memorize what you can do with things or like really start to memorize serving sizes. But when you're first starting out, I think it's pretty, pretty important to be able to know where you're starting, what you're eating. I don't know how I went on this. How did I get here? How am I talking about this? (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I think you are 100% correct. Like when I first started... I didn't even like, I didn't really know what, what macros were. So like, I just start, I'd focus on the calories at first just mm-hmm. to get used to tracking and, and, and then as the years went by, I, realized, I started to know my body and I started to listen to my body. And you get to know what foods make you feel good and, and what foods make you not feel good. But in the beginning, you don't know that. So it, it, it is important to track, but it's also important for your mental health to like have a break once in a while, to have a piece of cake on your birthday, to have some Oreos, to have some donuts. <laughs> donuts to have some donuts once in a while. Like it's okay to do those things. Like this is a journey. This is there's no end destination. It's just you know, whatever your goals are and for you to be healthy. Like you can be healthy and eat those things once in a while or even if you want like if you try to if you like Oreos and you want to fit two Oreos a day in your macros, that's not going to kill you. You could do that.
1: Yeah. And just to like play a little bit of devil's advocate here or just give an unpopular opinion. Uh, I also, I don't think that the everything in moderation diet works for everyone either. It's, you know, right. it. there is some people that really just cannot have these things around without overdoing it or having it trigger them into a lengthy uh, drop off of healthy eating and it's almost very, it parallels drugs in a sense. And you wouldn't really tell a a heroin addict to go just have a little bit of heroin, you know, in moderation. So that's kind of where it is still, it's still individual. And that's why it's still your own individual journey. And you have to figure out what you, what you can do and what you can't do. Like personally for me, I've, I'm in a very comfortable place with the way that I eat, but I, I am also someone who isn't great with moderation. So a lot of the times that's why i keep things out of my house if i have things in my vicinity you know i will go ham on it and that's just something i know about myself so like there is a certain extent where it's not always like it's cool just have two oreos and it's cool it'll, you'll be fine it's like who has two oreos who can do that so um yeah it's all this awesome journey journey of self-discovery that you can really just you have to approach it with curiosity about yourself because yes it's it's learning
0: (laughs) i i know in the beginning moderation worked for me but then like now doing summer shredding i can't have oreos around or i can't have like i could probably have one or two but like in the beginning i i still like i didn't want to go zero to 100 i wanted to like learn And that's Mm -hmm. how I learned was like eating things in moderation. Um, But everyone is different, like you said, and everyone's journey is different. And a lot of people get like crap for wanting to lose weight or they people say they're toxic because they post before and after pictures. And and if you've been listening to us, you've heard us talk about this before. Uh, And then like they say that like working out is toxic and it's like. (laughs) Oh, it can be if you're using it to punish yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's all about where your head's at. And generally, from experience, I know that if I post something and I get – and I upset somebody, generally it's because that person is is in a different place and that whatever I posted – is not necessarily for them, because it's for the people that are past that point or aren't in that situation currently. And it's hard to decipher who you're gonna who you're gonna send your message to when you have an audience and you can't really direct it in that sense because you don't know where people's mental states are. Uh, it comes down to not being able to please everyone, but on a personal level, you have to know where you are at and you know, take it in, analyze it, because when someone posts something that it's about weight loss or calories, if you feel triggered by it, there's a possibility that you have to either unfollow them or uh, that means something you still have to work on. So sometimes triggers are not necessarily bad, it just kind of presents to you that this is something you need to work on still. Uh, So to avoid triggers completely, I think sometimes is counterproductive. In general, obviously purposely triggering people is not anything anyone really does. But I think also when you get to the point where you are tiptoeing so much that you never really help anybody because you're just like, (laughs) "This here's some information. It's very general and non-specific. Hope you can enjoy. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or there's like four or five trigger warnings
1: (laughs) before the post. Yeah. (laughs) And it's about, like, cake or something. But
0: (laughs) but I know. Like, like it's it's not about something that should have a trigger warning. There are things that should have trigger warnings, but we're talking about the things that should not, does not need a trigger warning. Yeah. I.e., a picture of food or someone's before and after picture. You know, things... Like that. I was listening to uh, actually I was watching a video, a uh, podcast today, and um, with uh, Dana and Rob Bailey. Um, I think yeah, you probably know who they are. And they were just talking about how like society is very like soft
1: mm-hmm.
0: now, and it's like you can't like people like people are going to be different from you. Like you have to be able to listen to people and like not just you know get mad. Like, yeah, there's some things that you can get mad about social justice, like the yeah. president of the United States of America, like, <laughs> like, things like that. And those are your values. But like yeah. anything else, like, society is getting pretty soft, I feel like.
1: I think there's just this sense of when people is when people, wow, grammar is nice. When someone is sharing about their experience people automatically assume that it's about them in some way I, and it, it's just like where did you where did you get that from like I was talking about my weight loss and now you're telling me that you feel like shit about yourself now and uh, it's just like whoa whoa put on the brakes that wasn't <laughs> what I was saying uh, so it's just a matter of being able to separate the place that you're in versus the place that this person is in that is triggering you and just because this person is sharing their experience it doesn't doesn't speak to you like your own experience and if we want people to be able to share about their lives their journeys their experiences we have to be able to like listen and not react just instantaneously uh just kind of sit in that discomfort for a bit let them let them finish think it over and take some time to to evaluate you know
0: (laughs) yeah we could also make that a spicy topics to- wow, <laughs> spicy <laughs> topics episode in we the could. future. Yes, let's do that. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just—I feel like just in general, like just social media plays a big part in, in that as well. Because I feel like before social media, like at least I remember life before social media, and I'm showing my age. It was like, you know, you actually had to, like, talk to someone if you had an issue with them. Yeah. Like, you couldn't text them. You could call them. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe you could, like, instant message them. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. If you had internet, dial up internet back then. But, like, now it's just, like, keyboard warriors.
1: Yeah. And people forget that there's people on the other side of that screen that they're looking at. So that's when it becomes so easy because we have never been more connected yet so disconnected at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, I think a lot of the trouble lies because you don't know that person personally. So when you don't know someone, it's really easy to just see opinions and what you don't like about them. And I think I've mentioned this in, in previous episodes where... It's like if you meet a stranger on the street, you introduce yourselves, like, hi, my name is Bob. What's your name? What do you do for work? Do you have a family? Are you, do you have kids? Are you married? Uh, do you have any siblings? And you kind of form a relationship before you ever would think about talking about politics or mm-hmm. any sort of opinions. So then you log on the Internet, and you don't. this person doesn't even have a profile picture. It's some, like, anime shit. And then it's just, like, rapid fire opinions just coming at you in all directions it's like no wonder everyone hates each other there is no connection we do not know this person so why do we do that i think in general like the biggest thing that i have come across even by documenting this journey for me on youtube there's just a big misunderstanding about what i'm doing in my process right now versus you know i think we try to basically clear this up in the beginning of this podcast but People see me weighing myself every day and like looking to the scale and looking to get freakishly lean and then they automatically start talking about like their experience with uh you know being obsessed with the the scale or tracking and stuff and it's just like this is a unique situation i just want to make that very big obvious line and also it's almost like there's a sense where you almost feel like you have to continually explain yourself into why yeah. you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it makes me a little bummed because if we were cis men, no one would question not a single thing, you know? So it's like our intentions are kind of constantly questioned and it's kind of, it, it kind of bums me out. It's like, can we just live and, you know, be just, you know be and do what we like to do and follow our interests and um not not have it be like the most toxic thing and have to explain why it's not and yeah
0: (laughs) no it's true like I I didn't I never thought about it that way but yeah if we were born like male Mm -hmm. no one would question what we were doing or they probably would be like why are you doing that but like that would be the only conversation
1: yeah, and then like all the other dudes or whatever would be like, "Yeah, dude, looking pig, get the gains." <laughs> yep. And then we're like, "So this is this is just my journey. Like, this doesn't have anything to do with you. <laughs> Don't worry." And it's like, "Oh, why? Like, why do we, we have these like bigger? Like, people expect more of us because of our our past and." then you're like, isn't that kind of, like, misogynistic or something? I, is that the right word? I don't know. But uh, you still feel like there's this, people are trying to drag you down. And it's like, yo, stop. Like, we've been trying, like, people have been trying to drag us down for years. Just let us, just let, it go. let us go. <laughs> just like
0: every cis person is different so is every trans people there's people who won't like to work out you don't have to there's people who like to work out there's people who you know i don't know play video games all the time like that's just who you are like that's what you like to do you can't like call someone out for what they want
1: to do it's their life yeah and it all comes down to also people just like to assume the worst and i always say whatever someone puts out there it's not your business to assume anything than the information that they have given you. So if they're happy and they're stoked about their weight loss progress, their their muscle gains, cheer them on, support them. If something comes down the road where they're like, yo, I'm really unhappy, I was really unhappy when I posted that, you know, three months ago, support them and say, hey, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm here for you. So nothing should really change. It's It's always up to the individual And any information outside of what they share is their business. And if they want to make it your business eventually, then they will. But it's no place of anyone's to be like, oh, you're super lean. You look crazy. You must have an eating disorder. It doesn't have anything to do with this physique show. Uh, So, yeah, that's just my biggest, like, it's a little frustrating because, you know, it Everyone has to be mindful of their own journey. And that's all that me and you can really do with our own experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when other people kind of step in and try to make assumptions of things, they just like, man, I'm just trying to work really hard and stay in my own lane and do my thing. And people just don't want to let you. <laughs>
0: yep. No. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I talk about random shit all the time just tangents today as usual no you're good (laughs) we're good we are cutting it pretty long oh damn we don't want to we
0: we don't want to keep their their time because we appreciate you guys listening to
1: us yes and we will be back next yes next well this will be monday but then the next monday we'll be back again (laughs) we will be back next week yes so subscribe and review and all of those fun things.
0: And Instagram us at yes. Mindhub Podcast. And we'll yeah. see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye.